Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Webmasterradio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the Webmasterradio.fm mobile app. Absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcast at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows past and present like SEO 101, Affiliate Buds, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Download it from the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store today. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. Discover the best practices for tracking and targeting mobile marketing. Our hosts will take you inside the latest trends in mobile technology and help you make the most out of the mobile web. Learn about the latest strategies and trends in the world of mobile, web development, search, email marketing, text message marketing, and more. Leverage your mobile presence today. Now, now, prepare, prepare to get mobilized. Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire Media. I'm Shahab Zaghari with Assurance Advertising, and I'm joined by... Peggy Ann Saltz at MobileGroove.com. And I'm Kim Dushinsky with Mobile Marketing Profits. So, Peggy, I understand you found us a great guest today, and uh, if you would take a second and let us know who we're going to be talking to, that'd be great. Yeah, we're going to be um, greeting. With us is uh, Stephen Upstone. He's the founder and CEO of Loop Me Media. And it's a little bit of background because, you know, I'm always sort of finding people out in the wild. Um, I found Stephen because I was attracted to his company, which he'll get into, but also he has some uh, new news, some very interesting statistics about how people like and dislike their advertising. So I won't take away all the thunder here, Stephen. Why don't you uh, kick it off by telling us all about your company, Loop Me Media? Great. Thanks a lot, Peggy. Hi, everyone. Uh, yeah, so uh, Loop Me is a mobile advertising company. And uh, the inspiration for starting the business was that we'd seen that uh, people were increasingly taking control of content distribution. So we kind of discover 
news through social media. We decide which, um, uh, which, which kind of films to watch by referring to IMDb. And kind of consumer ratings and consumer um, power is helping us to decide what content to consume and watch. And so we'd been working in, in mobile advertising for the last uh, eight or so years. My, co- my co-founder and I were working at uh, Velti and Adinfuse. And we were very lucky to be joined by uh, Russell Buckley, who was the first employee at AdMob, and Kate Burns, who was the first employee at Google internationally. And we had this kind of idea to make advertising more social and put consumers back in control of it. And we do that by um, adding uh, voting and interaction pieces um, to uh, ads. And what we allow them to do is we're allowing consumers to tell each other about which are good ads and which are bad ads and to stop the ads that they don't like. So this is empowering consumers to make advertising more effective. And so are those, uh, sorry, Peggy, are those um, independent of any uh, social media or any type of login? I mean, could you vote without having to log in anywhere? Yeah, absolutely. We make it very, very simple. So I think one of the problems with uh, a lot of uh, ratings and providing feedback is if you ask a consumer to log in and then even consider their response. So my my wife, for instance, writes books. So if you go to Amazon and and, uh, try and review there, you have to log in, which takes a long time. Then you have to really think about the words you're going to do. So we we boil it right down and just allow people to uh, like, stop, dislike or share underneath normal advertising units in a way that they're very familiar to uh, seeing from many other different content um, they would come across on online and on mobile. I just have a bit of a devil's advocate question here then, Stephen. Just to be clear for the audience, you know, the difference between your approach and other approaches such as simple opt-in where you say, okay, the user is also in control there. The consumer can say, I want this, I don't want this. They're not saying they like it or don't like it, but it's the same type of input in a way that allows me to make certain I'm getting advertising I want. So what's the difference here? So I think opt-in programs have always been pretty limited in scale. Uh, the number of people who actually sign up to receive something is is often not not uh, not huge, and those people that uh, have signed up to receive something, what they thought they wanted at the time they signed up might be nothing like what they actually get. So signing up to say, "Hey, I'd love to know about autos," that doesn't really um, it doesn't really help uh, most consumers when they receive text messages or something about autos. So we are, I guess, acknowledging that advertising will appear within consumers' lives when they're playing games or when they're interacting with media and um, uh, we're allowing them there and then as they see that ad within that context to say they like it or to stop it and that means don't show me that ad again it's like a user initiated frequency cap in in kind of technical terms it just means don't show me that ad again or they can share it and this speaks to different audiences so if a campaign is trying to get you to download a, a version of candy crush for instance then that's typically speaking just to the audience of people who are actually prospects to be downloaded. Whereas if you're also allowing them to like, stop or share, that means that you can talk to your real fans and allow them to sort of take the um, uh, take the story to others. Uh, and you can also allow them to respond. Or if they've just seen too much of that ad, they can stop it right there and then. And so if they're not logging in anywhere... Um how does the system know that when they hit stop to stop sending them those kinds of ads? Is it a uh, address? 
Yeah, we're, we're picking up the user by setting a cookie, typically. So we're mm. doing everything in HTML5, which means we're, we're um, again, at the risk of... We're just like a web page, I guess. And um, we will uh, typically use either a, a unique uh, phone ID or, the, uh, or we'll set a cookie. So it seems to me that what you're doing really is... Uh, in essence, turning advertising into relevant content. Because over time, someone's going to be able to give enough feedback that they stop seeing ads that are that things they don't want and they start it starts getting better and better. And ads, if it's something you're in the market for or interested in, then becomes relevant. So I think that's really interesting. Do yeah. you... Uh, Absolutely. I think it's it's not just uh, the relevance, but it's, it's allowing the consumers to kind of take control of the uh, distribution it means that they can police it, can stop bad ads being seen. But also it's allowing more focus to arrive around what's great and um, uh, and more interest around arrive around what's 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 um, what which um, ads or which products that they refer to are doing really well at the moment. So we were described as a Reddit of advertising by mm -hmm. Uh, the next web and um, I guess the idea in Reddit is that you know great articles that are trending well are seen by people because they have a high rating and it's exactly the same idea with advertising so our kind of um, vision is that the same consumer seeing the same ad in the same place and time even you know the exact same geographic location if it had a high number of ratings on it well not only would that user be more interested to investigate it if they were to actually investigate, they would actually be a more valuable consumer afterwards because they'd gone into it with a greater passion or com commitment. In the same way that if you were to see a very high IMDb rating or a critic had, had said something great about a film, then your your sort of uh, you, your your viewing experience is enhanced and your expectation is increased. I'd like to know what kinds of formats we're talking about because we talk about well you see an ad and then you rate it so I'm assuming it's visual so it's banners or is it is it video is it other you know is it interstitials what types of formats would it work with yeah so most of what we're doing today is in interstitial or banners and the interstitial that's a full page ad and so within that full page ad you might have just a full screen image you could have a rich media image you could have uh, a unit we call an ad inbox which is a scrollable kind of facebook wall of different apps to download or branded content to interact with so uh, really any kind of ad unit can be you know uh, added to, uh, can have these uh, feedback buttons added underneath it with banners even um, we allow people to either share or stop off the side of a banner um, and uh, we're, we're also adding kind of uh, like features to banners as well. So um, the idea is to take all, all the different ad units and allow people to, um, uh, to, to give feedback on them directly. That's fantastic. Okay, so what we're going to do right now, we're going to go to a really quick break, and then uh, when we come back, we'll uh, continue our talk with Stephen Upstone. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. 
Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G, digital.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention, like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach, a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. Jellian Music, your CEO coach, will break down the art of business development from the ground up. CEO Coach, on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire Media. My name is Shahab Zagari from Assurance Advertising. I'm Peggy Ann Phelps from MobileGroove.com. And I'm Kim Dushinsky with Mobile Marketing Profits. Welcome back. And uh, again, we have Stephen Upstone uh, from Loot Me Media online. And, um, you know, one, one of the things that, um, you know, I'm, I'm really interested about is uh, learning, you know, why you feel your company ha- has found its niche. Uh, you know, so many different uh, ad platforms and networks, um, most of which have not implemented this, you know, liking and stopping of, of the ads. Um, you know, what, what do you think you've uh, stumbled across here? Yeah, so I, I think the thing that we that was really amazing to all, all of us was was how uh, how much response we got from ads and under which conditions we were getting great response. So we saw that of the people who click on ads, we were getting a r- roughly around a ten percent response rate that would actually give social feedback. And if you think about the proportions of a of an ad where where say it's a full screen ad, the social feedback pieces are a tiny little part of the bottom of the screen. Um, you know, often often only taking up uh, you know a couple of percent of the overall um, screen. So um, uh, we've been we've been pretty astonished by the level of uh, feedback that we've we've received from consumers, and we've also had a great response from advertisers as well. I think the the interest there is. Is not only trying to reach these more engaged consumers who who uh, have this kind of more genuine interaction, 
but also they see a lot of value in the likes they're receiving or the um, uh, the the, uh, uh, the 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 sharing shares they're getting, but also then the ability in the future to kind of. Uh, uh, retarget or to readdress people again based on those preferences they've uh, previously expressed. You're talking about the reaction to ads, and I think that's a great way to get into sort of the news of how we got together, Stephen, and that was um, your observations from data from looking at what consumers in the UK, around the world are doing. I'd like to also say that was also the opportunity for me to add a quote to your uh, press release announcing the same thing, which um, again, goes into that data and goes into those insights. Could you just start off by walking us through some of those? Maybe not all the numbers, but there are some fantastic takeaways. Yeah, sure. I, I, uh, as an English guy, we were pretty surprised actually to find that uh, UK consumers were liking adverts more than mobile adverts more than any other nation and uh, that, was, that was the first take we took a data cut of 100 million page in page ads that had been shown to 25 million people all around the world and we found that the UK was consistently the highest likers um, with uh, China and uh, the USA were the other sort of um, people who were very happy to socially interact with ads and give feedback and we saw this consistent figure of about uh, just over 10% of the users were clicking on ads, were liking ads. And that was compared to only 2% of people disliking ads and 1.72% uh, of people who were sharing ads. Uh, we saw that the lowest proportion of, uh, of, of likes were coming from France, Italy, and Vietnam. And we had, we had a whole kind of ranking of a, almost a top 25 different countries around the world uh, that had uh, interacted. Um, and I, I guess that uh, some of the other uh, things that we noticed when we looked at the data a little bit more deeply was that um, uh, actually the bigger the brand name, the greater the propensity to actually like the ad. So for brand names like, for instance, The Hobbit, the film would have a very high level of social uh, interaction, a very high level of, um, of, of feedback because it's such a well-known, recognized brand compared to, to lesser-known uh, gaming brands, which might be as big um, a uh, might be as big in terms of people who are actually uh, playing that game. Um, I guess to some extent it's a little bit surprising at all that people are liking ads. I think there's a perception that a lot of people um, weren't don't enjoying like them ads. Wrong. Sorry? Right. Just, yeah, yeah, the perception that people just don't like advertising. All that, and, and, uh, and certainly a lot of people interact with it and a lot of people are very positive about it. Now, obviously, we are slightly uh, giving ourselves and our advertisers an unfair advantage because when likes, when, when adverts aren't being enjoyed, then we discreetly remove them from uh, circulation. So we're not kind of naming and shaming advertisers who aren't being enjoyed in different geographies or contexts. We're, we're constantly trying to work to improve the, uh, the like ratio that they're getting, um, which is overall improving the, the uh, advertising experience. I think one of the other things as well that um, we had be, we'd seen is that uh, this page advertising format seems to be being um, accepted by consumers. Um, the, 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 in mobile, really, you have page ad formats or you have banner ads, the two different types of format. And um, uh, we, we, were, we were talking to different publishers about this. They were saying that maybe it's because the, uh, 
um, mobile and tablet experience is a little bit more like um, like a magazine, like reading a magazine page. Um, uh, whereas um, the banner idea, I think, was more like a newspaper idea or or like a sort of PC internet idea, where you have strips and columns and things like this. So um, it seemed to be uh, an endorsement of mobile advertising and this uh, advertising page format also. Um, and we saw some other kind of neat things in the data as well. I mean, things that are kind of common sense as well. But if you had too high a frequency of ad communication, then your number of likes changing. Um, and uh, so the uh, uh, also we found that the context mattered. I mean, these sound like some obvious things, but where an ad was running in the wrong type of game. So we had some kind of uh, uh, shoot em up ads, uh, shoot em up games, if you like, um, running inside some sort of nice uh, card games that are probably being played by a very different type of consumer, and very quickly those consumers told us they didn't want to see those ads in that in that area. Now, traditional advertising never would have picked up on that. They would have just been looking at, oh well, the response rate is not so good. Hey, but we'll just carry on showing it because at least we're getting some response, yeah, and 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 it's cost effective. Whereas actually, as soon as we found out that those avatar, those consumers weren't enjoying the ads, then we just removed them from that area. And we found out one other thing as well. Language um, is obviously very important. So if you're running big global campaigns, we had some campaigns that had run in a, um, you know, kind of U.S. or English language um, for local markets. And that very quickly people just didn't respond to. So um, we, we obviously made the uh, adjustments and changed that as well. Hmm. So one of the things I would wonder if you could share some ideas about um, tips for getting noticed. You know, how do brands, you know, make sure that their ads are, are working well? Yeah, so I, I, I guess ultimately advertisers are still driven by old-fashioned metrics of wanting to have, uh, you know, if there's a performance element involved, then they want people to interact and then to go forward and have some kind of uh, branded experience or purchase event. So I think that's still the key goal of most advertising. But um, one thing that having this extra metric on allows us to do, especially in a world where everyone now is retargeting. So um, I think statistically the most likely time you are to be shown a mortgage ad is just the second after you've bought that mortgage. Um, so you need to give consumers more control um, to allow them to actually uh, uh, give feedback on it. So in terms of improving what they do, I don't think they necessarily have to change anything that they're doing, but they can just get more insight about it and use it in different places for different audiences. So it's about uh, different weighting or distribution of what they're using now. Um, I think certainly one of the things we saw, I guess, is that um, really well-known brands um, can give uh, a, a very positive reaction and I guess, I mean, th these are tricks that are well known to creatives anyway, using either celebrity endorsement or using uh, a, a passion or using a Hollywood film or something that people really care about and associating that with a brand would seem to have some some uh, positive effect. Um, uh, so I think I think it's it's doing more of what they're doing today from a marketing point of view, but measuring some of these different uh, these different uh, success factors to improve performance as well. So if I'm reading this right through the through the lines here, uh, between the lines, what you're saying is um, tips for getting noticed are basically do what you're doing. It's nothing about what you're doing, but uh, use the feedback to improve what you're presenting. 
Yeah, exactly. So we were talking with a big uh, electronics manufacturer who who has very, very product-centric marketing. And if they're running that across 20 or 30 global geographies, you might find some cultural sensitivities or area, you know, geographic locations where where actually those product messages aren't really being loved or or don't go down as well. So rather than just measuring did people click on it, did they uh, did, did did they buy the product, um, which would lead you maybe to just continue doing the advertising. Then if you're if you're picking up whether or not they're enjoying it as well, then that's another whole piece that that can be uh, added. So that was exciting for a sort of large. Um, a large technology company, and that doesn't have to be a geographic context. It could it could be a kind of uh, a context as in a time of day, or it could be a, a location um, context, or or a or a content context. Whether or not you know sports fans want to hear about your product whilst they're getting involved with their sport results, for instance. Um, you know, all these different um, uh, theories can be uh, tested out and and um, uh, to improve results. And so are a lot of the uh, banner ads and, and things like that um, that you service, are they, do they show up on smartphones? Are they within apps or is it uh, on the web or Yeah, so the whole game? We're entirely on smartphones and tablets at the moment. Got and it. it. It's uh, split between Android, iOS, and um, it's, it's uh, mobile web and it's in-app as well. Um, and we're also starting now to integrate with a with a large number of the sort of Nokia Microsoft uh, operating systems as well. Okay. But we're not working so much around the feature phone area. And uh, before uh, we go to break, um, just based on the case studies that you have and the research that you've done, uh, could you give our listeners your top three tips on how marketers should reinvent uh, their marketing goals in order to, uh, you know, uh, kind of get the consumers to, um, you know, retain their um, ads. Yeah, so I don't know if I'd, I'd look at a top three tips. I think it's all about still having the same core goal from advertising, whether or not it's product sale or a good, strong consumer engagement. The I think the only other thing that, that they ought to consider is – are the adverts that are being seen by people who aren't interacting, are they having a positive effect? And if they are not having a positive effect, then you don't want to be spending money to, uh, to, to upset people. So I think it's adding this extra layer of, of measurement, which uh, is more sensitive to consumers. And it's also kind of allowing you to engage and re-engage with your strongest fans. So you're going back to the people who are liking and sharing. Excuse, and, excuse me, Stephen. Yeah. Stephen, I'm sorry. But, um, actually, we um, actually hit into the break right now. So it would be great to pick up this question as first oh, question after the break that Shahab bring us into, and we'll pick up right there. And Shahab, I would say just bring us back from the break and ask the same question again, and uh, Kim and I will just listen. Okay. Well, before that, can we just uh, insert him going to break first? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So right okay. after Stephen gave his answer, um, you said just you just bring us to break because he finished and then you could take us in. <clears throat> right. So okay. long, long, 10 second pause, please. Thank you. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? 
Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link-building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link-builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire Media. My name is Shahari from Assurance Advertising. I'm Peggy Ansaltz from MobileGroove.com. And I'm Kim Dushinsky with Mobile Marketing Profits. So one question for you, uh, Stephen. Um, just based on the case studies that you have and the research that you've been doing, uh, could you give our listeners your top three tips on how marketers should, uh, you know, reinvent uh, their marketing and, and how they can achieve their goals? Yeah, so I, I don't think that it's a top three tips. I, I think it's really one big key consideration, and that is okay. I think not just about the users who are reacting and your ultimate performance and goal. You, you should still keep that as your, as your key goal, whether or not that's a branded exposure or, a, or getting a test drive or downloading an app or, or, or getting a purchase directly from a consumer. That's still a key goal. The only other consideration is what about all the consumers who, who see your adverts and don't react to them? Are they actually enjoying it? Are you, are you helping your brand equity? Are you actually improving the situation, especially in a world where there's so much retargeting and people are seeing um, ads again and again and again and again? So you, you ought to be giving consumers control 
and you ought to be measuring where they're enjoying it most and doing more of that and measuring where they are not enjoying it and, and removing that altogether. And the last thing is that you should, uh, you should be um, uh, re-engaging your main fans, you know, so you're, you, you, you're discovering people who are your, uh, your kind of sharers and your big brand advocates. Have special campaigns to think about how you re-engage them. So, I mean, we're on the same page. I mean, finding those lead users, finding your, your brand fans. I mean, that's, that's the name of the game. That's Nirvana. So if we're sold on this, Stephen, what do we actually do? do how do the listeners use Loot Me Media? I mean, do they, do they install it? Do they download it? Do they have another dashboard? Um, run us through the, the nuts and bolts of how they actually get on board. Sure. So if you're running any mobile campaigns now in, or, or online campaigns in, in tablet um, and smartphone, then we can work globally um, to deliver those campaigns. So they literally they can come to loopme.biz, which is our website, and get in touch with us. And they provide us with their existing creative assets. And we can run campaigns against their performance goal, whether or not that's branded or whether or not that's some kind of end final transaction. So it's very, very simple to work with. We will then provide access to dashboards or reports in the way that they would like to uh, receive them. And we, we kind of deliver results. That's the most simple way that people work with us. So that's from an advertising point of view. If an advertiser wanted to build a deeper relationship and, and use our technology, for instance, across all of their advertising, they might they might say, look, we, we, we're only interested in um, uh, running adverts where I have the consumer is allowed to stop or the consumer is allowed to stop then that's a, a, a discussion that we could also have with, uh, with an advertiser. If it's a publisher, uh, a games publisher or, or a big existing web brand um, or, or a small one, they can come to our website. We are just a, uh, a JavaScript or an API connection, which means that there is no technical integration that the publisher has to do themselves in order to get us live. Um, they can run us using their existing ad server or their existing um, SDK um, to run ads. So we're, we're very, very easy to work with on both sides. And you can, uh, you can find out how, more. Do they, how do they contact you? Yeah, via loopme.biz um, is, loopme yeah, is, is the website. Or, um, or you can come to loopmemedia.com. Both, both will uh, come to business. Got it. Well, uh, I just want to thank you again for uh, coming on to the show. A half hour does really go really quick. Uh, and thank you to your to the listeners for uh, checking us out this week. I just want to remind everyone, uh, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash mobile presence. If you haven't liked it yet, do so now and join in the conversation. Uh, don't forget, you can search for mobile presence on iTunes, Stitcher, and get the Webmaster Radio mobile app from the iTunes App Store or Google Play so that you can always catch the great podcasts. Thanks again for joining us this week. Uh, I'm Shahab Zaghari. You can contact me on Twitter at Assurance Agency. Kim, how can they get a hold of you? At mobilemarketingprofits.com. And uh, thank you, Stephen, for helping turn advertising into relevant information. Pleasure. Thank you very much for having me on the show. I really, really uh, enjoyed that uh, discussion today. Thank you also, Stephen, for joining. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was just thanking you for joining us and uh, for being a great find this week. And uh, you can get a hold of me at uh, mobilegroove.com or Twitter at Peggy Ann. 
All right. So let's not forget, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.